Let the psalm that says that, Why so downcast, O oh my soul? Put your hope in God. With everything that has happened, if somebody is still downcast beside you, and with everything I've said, nobody say you said something, right? Maybe you are not here early. If you are here earlier, you hear what I said. So if somebody is still looking downcast, say, ah, oh boy. Oh boy, why downcast? Oh, why downcast? Put your hope in God. Talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Why, why are you looking? Why are you looking at that sickness as though it's a mountain? Put your hope in God. Why do you think that money is a big thing? Can you hear what we say earlier, God? Ah, Lord God, you raised Jesus from the dead. Nothing is too hard for you. Hey, I'm 1400 and I'm not yet married. Why downcast? I know the psalmist was talking to himself. So now me, I'm talking to you. He said, why downcast? Oh my soul. He was speaking to his soul. Why are you downcast? Why are you downcast? And I think some of you need to do some speaking to yourself. When you wake up in the morning and yeah, you're hissing. He says, why downcast? Oh my soul. Hey, put your hope in God. Tear yourself up. Make yourself happy. Like we used to say in our house. My parents are, we are growing right now, amen. We said, Abuay, amen. Your people have come, amen. Some of you all wake up and don't do God's talk. Like I can be a, a, a demon disturbing a lot of people, amen. Environment, how can you call it a demon? It's a demon. You know what? It used to disturb me before, amen. I'm not just insulting you, it's a demon. And if I wake up and not feel like talking to people, that is when I talk the most. If you see me being talking too much, anyhow, you know that eh, I'm dealing with something. It's a spiritual warfare, I'm always inside. When you see me quiet and everything, everything is normal. Glory to God. Somebody like, hey, give me us how you can decode you. Quiet and decode. Nothing to be hidden, amen. Amen. I want to share something so much in my heart. If you want to tie to it, but maybe I should allow you to give your title yourself. May I will say how to be successful. <laughs> it's just very simple. Say, hey, okay, yes. How to be successful. I keep saying that that's why the Lord has been telling us, preparing us for this time, refuse to be distracted. Now I do not stop bothering myself. I don't care whether they are taking stamp duty money or envelope duty money, paper duty money, text duty money. It doesn't bother me anymore. Money comment. So it's going to be the same way, it's going to be the same in the same angle. But there's something that was bothering my heart since campaign. Um, I wanted to get to it to come with me, so I started by talking on righteousness, but I couldn't get to it. Then, we, after camp meeting, we came for Bible school, a lot of things have happened. So, when I was in London, for the first time, I was able to get into it a little bit. So, an opportunity God gave me right now, I'm going to just stay in it a little bit and see. Right? I discovered that a lot of people are looking for what to do to succeed. Right? And it's a, a work mentality that has been built into us. The jailer, when there was an earthquake, and Paul and Salah said, Look, he wanted to kill him, he said, don't kill yourself. What did he ask? He said, what must I do to be saved? The mentality is that uh, I need to do something. Now, many people are asking, okay, what must I do to make money? What must I do to make forex? You know, 
Let's knock on the AK. He's a very, very interesting human being, man. He gave me a testimony of how he's going outside the country for some, for some things. Can I say, I praise the Lord's house? Let I say, are you happy? He said, yes, he's happy. I said, okay, happy, so I'm happy with you, amen. Because I did not know the stand. And he was telling me with a very straight face first. So I said, hey, you're happy, so I rejoice with him. He now said, that anytime we are praying, I say, very funny, I said, anytime we are praying that, the Lord should come down, never to appreciate. He said, you should start praying on nothing. I said, I just have to pay on nothing. He said, because he knows I very soon go start making dollars. And uh, when, when they pay me dollars, uh, it will convert it. it will <laughs> I said, it's a very interesting human being. <laughs> so I started laughing. I said, I, I, I never look at it that way. I have never looked at it that way. I said, hey, okay. Well, let's see, I think I'll go as far as you want to go. Let's go and be making, <laughs> be making forex. Amen. And. <laughs> So you'll be thinking about what can I do to make forex? What can I do? Even when I was interviewing Atta, just before his wedding, he was telling me that he was making some forex. I said, Atta, what do you do to make forex? Okay, come on, teach me. I want to make forex also, amen, because, like I say, if you have a thousand dollars right now, a thousand pounds right now, it's for 50,000 naira. And that is still money in Nigeria, amen. If you have a thousand dollars, it's about three something. Three what? Maybe three thirty or three twenty. So it's, you just say, wow. So maybe they are doing something right now. You just think about it, they are doing something right now and they are just paying you five hundred dollars every week. You know you are a big man. Huh? You'll be working like this when you come to church. <laughs> say, man, every week. You know how much I make every week? I'm not your mate. <laughs> Pride is not coming out, amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So people are let's think about what they should do. Then, if maybe if something just happened, maybe something happened, maybe somebody dropped some money into your account or something. You are wondering, what did I do? I must be doing something right. Right? So before, right? Let me speak good English. I want to just speak our normal English. Before, very, very before. Yeah, <laughs> but before, right? Sometimes people will sing the same song. How many of you declare that when maybe they are a little bit old, I mean not not too old, but when Ben Him broke into the scene, you know. People song like Hallelujah, dancing my soul. All those songs, eh? Come breathe upon me, breath of God. All those songs became songs for miracle crusade. Or, I mean, if you're gonna have a healing system, somebody will just play just strings, you know. But he like you like string, just string. You put those things. Holy Spirit. I know people just often if I just sing the same song, if I wear the same white kind of suit, amen, and I talk like Benny Hinn, or I glide gracefully on the stage like Captain Kuman, the Holy Ghost is here. Come on, brother. What's happening to you there? You know, they all feel that if they do the same thing, the same result. Yeah, and to some major it works because sometimes it's not the thing they do, it's the faith. <laughs> Which is the truth actually. But sometimes they just they just do the same thing. Now we sang the song that Holy Spirit, But one thing that you know what I didn't do go down with me, but I always like drums. I, I love that I always like drums. So it's like drum make the anointing come upon me. But if you don't if like not play guitar, and if you don't play drum, I'm happy. So that's why you all play all these strings. 
bang, bang. It doesn't work with me. I must, <laughs> I must have some drums with it. Then is we have conga drum. You have bit of conga drum. We get excited, man. So we are looking for things to do. Well, it's not the things that you do that make you successful. It's who you are. Then you just start by just taking the bull by the horns. It's who you are. How many of you remember when the Lord instructed us we were staying in zone 6 that we should start calling it Miracle and Healing Convention if you are around that time. You know, um, there's something that happened even before that instruction came. One of the night, Moyo was preaching. Was it a night or in the morning? I don't remember. But we are in that small children's church then. We are still small, you know. And Moyo was preaching, right? I don't even know what Moyo was talking about. And the Lord spoke to me, heard him clearly. Not an audible voice. I think I will call it a still small voice. That success is not based on what we do, but who we are. How many of you remember that statement? Not many of you. Amen. I'm surprised because for about a year plus, it was what I was preaching in places, the miracle and healing convention. I was preaching that. I remember carefully because I remember preaching it in Ghana. <laughs> and because when the Lord told me that in Asiatic, for example, as a man, as a male species, right? No matter what I do, I will not get pregnant. So my success in getting pregnant is not based on what I do. Yes. But the female species, God has put them together to be able to be pregnant and receive the baby. So Nugwa being successful in getting pregnant is not because she did something better than me. I cannot. But I remember when I was saying this in Ghana, and I can't forget this. The pastor interpreted me for me. He now said something, and everybody started laughing. I said, Why are they laughing? I just knew something was wrong. I said, Why are they laughing? He said, No, like I told them that uh, as a man, you can't be pregnant except of that. He called something. I said, Who is that? He said, There's one man that got pregnant. I said, That's not possible. <laughs> you know, we have to. I saw not preaching. What's that talking? And everybody was hearing us. I was not trying to take away from my shine, man. Can you? was trying to steal my thunder. Let me talk like friends. I said, I said, what? He said, he said, no, that a native doctor put a curse upon him. And he got pregnant. I said, no, he didn't get pregnant. He said that he had a tumor or it's an illusion. So I have to even explain what an illusion means. He was saying, he said, no, he got pregnant. So God gave me a word of knowledge to help, my, help me out. I said, okay, so what did they give birth to? He said, no, no, no. Later on, they went and begged the naked doctor, so he removed the curse. And he didn't get pregnant. He just can and see a baby inside the womb. Well, does he have a womb? Where would the baby be? Inside the stomach. It's not a local man will not understand because you all feel that eh, we have stomach, the ladies have stomach, so if the baby can be there, there's only the baby can be here. Baby cannot be here. Can't be. There's no womb here. And the womb is garnished, prepared to be able to house the baby. So it can't just be where your food <laughs> Where <laughs> your food is going to stay. Your kind of baby, I want to drop it there. Even with the ladies, baby don't go and stay where the food is. But say, hey, I didn't know. Now you know. <laughs> don't be surprised. We went to university, I didn't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Because the pastor was an university graduate, he was arguing with me. So when we saw that one, we now continue the message. <laughs> but you see, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm, I'm just trying to lay a foundation. Right? Success is not based or necessarily based, like the word, let me your quote the word by word. Don't necessarily based on what you do, but who you are. And I say, I'll probably just take the bull by the horn, right? Let me just jump the gun by saying this, that 
you are successful in life because God has made you His righteousness. Now build and explain for now. And that's where I was going. That's why I started by teaching during camp meeting about us being righteous. Then they took it. And then can go and get the cities and explain much on righteousness. But then give me Second Corinthians five before we go to Genesis six. Uh, five twenty one. And I'll give you a scripture. Say I am righteous. That is why I am successful. Say it again, I am righteous. Because of that, I am successful. Now, don't be it. I am not saying that because you are successful, you are righteous. No. I am not saying because you are successful, you are righteous. No. Let me say one more time. I am not saying that because you are successful, you are righteous. No. You are righteous. That is why you are successful. You are righteous. That is why you are healed. Let me say that again. You are righteous. That is why you are healed. Amen. You are righteous. That is why you are blessed. That is why you are favored. That is why you have dough, kush, money. That is why your needs are met. Can you just say it again two, three times? Say, I am righteous. I am righteous. I am righteous. I want to build on it. That is why you are blessed. You know, a lot of that people say, oh, because I do not sin, therefore I am holy. It's a lie. You see, you are holy. That is why you don't sin. It's not semantics, please. It's not twist of words. It's not you not sinning that make you holy. To be honest, it has nothing to do with it. Listen to me. They won't hold the simply be separated, set aside. Set aside. Set aside unto God. You see, the Bible says in the, in the Old Testament that some of the vessels in the, in the temple were holy. Question, what did they do? What did inanimate object do to be holy? So holiness is not based on what you do. But why were they holy? Because they were anointed and set aside for the works of God, for the works of the temple. So because of that anointing came upon them, they were set aside. Say, they are holy. The same way, God's anointing came upon you and set you aside. You are what? Holy. When I was to be king, messed up, I thought that uh, it's nothing. <laughs> he went and took the vessels, amen, and sat down, was using to eat, drink wine. <laughs> you know what I like about God, but he may not attack immediately. But he's doing it. God humbled him. Eh? I'm sure that guy will be on his body. Because with that, the Bible says his knees were breaking. As they were drinking, right? A hand appeared on the wall and began to write. Come on. Our God can do stones. Right? Ah. He's a God of stones. He, he knows how to humble you. What's that writing? Your days are what? Numbered. You have been weighed and you have found one thing. Finish. Chicken, yakari. Peppermint. Nothing is changing it. The guy was quaking. Listen, let's talk a little bit. Don't joke with God. Though. He's very patient and he's full of long suffering. But only mean that what he says doesn't do. Glory to God. I think we fire burning in me today. 
Or let's just channel it right. Let's just go to wipe some people out. Amen. You know, when Paul knew them of this thing, he was talking about that. Somebody was just annoying. Say, look, 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 you will not see again. That's all. Say, you will not see for some. I mean, he gave me a temporary punishment. He said, you will not see again. He didn't cast him with sickness. Power of God came upon the guy. He lost his sight. He tried to mess up with holy things. Don't mess up with holy things. Don't. I read the statement that uh, Ayakilome was talking to all these comedians. Say, when you do your comedy, make people laugh. Say, let your comedy not go to us pastors. I said, thank you. I thought I was the only one that had that. Even from Ankpa, which is that thing. One day we were doing barbecue in Ankpa then, 24th of December. One person came, one day I was giving comedy, one day I was giving pastor. Then Joe just moved him out. Say, move him out. If you cannot have any joke to do, your joke must be, you have a pastor, or you have a choir master, or you have a singer. Shut them up. It's for their good, though. Because if you allow them, amen. You don't mess around with holy things. Ask the Uzzah, they call him. The guy that was trying to help Ak. That pronounce his name well. Ask him when you see him. That, why are you here so quickly? He said, I touch what I'm not supposed to touch. The Ak. I ask the question again. What did the Ak do to make it holy? What did he do? Gold. That gold there is almost to be among what was done in the ark. That gold could have been used and they have been using it in a party or using it in one in the in the dungeon of a dogan or anything or all these are gods. But the moment they did it and they consecrated it and anointed it, it became holy. God said, say one, it should not be carried by an animal. Only the priest should carry it upon their shoulder. And two, nobody should touch it. David made the first mistake by putting upon a new cat. He won't make it new. Just because he made it new, doesn't matter. A new cat. Put flowers. <laughs> I believe the anger of God already boiling. <laughs> Are you guys dull of hearing? It should not be carried by an animal. And then your party, yeah, <laughs> party. <laughs> then it entered into a portal. Enter into a portal. You know, truth is, the anger already was because it was driven by a cat. You think God could not protect that thing? Look, if that thing would have fallen down, it would have been more problem. So, <laughs> used to support it. Instantly, he didn't live to tell the rest. What did the Martinez, what did the Martinez did to be holy? It's an inanimate object. God said, look, look, look. To start with you guys, you prepare yourself. Three days, I am coming. And I'm landing on this mountain. <laughs> he said, after you prepare yourself, eh, nobody to touch the mountain when I appear. Because this mountain is holy. What did the mountain do? God just appeared on the mountain. The mountain is holy. Is God not upon you? Is somebody hearing me? Is God not upon you? He said, Ye are the temple of God. And the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? I don't know where we get that teaching from. That holiness is what we do. He said the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? 1 Corinthians 3, 1 Corinthians 6, 2 Corinthians 3, 2 Corinthians 6. Also, they talk about us being the temple of God. And I like one of the say, And anyone that defies this temple, I will destroy Taking directly from that mountain. Anyone that touched the mountain 
even if it's an animal, it should be trust true with a dart. Because the moment, God said, the moment I appear on the mountain, the mountain is holy. If an inanimate object will be holy when God show up on it, how much more we like we have become the mountain was not his temple. The mountain was not his dwelling place. The mountain was not a visiting place. He came to visit with Moses and the children of Israel. And the mountain became holy. But you are now his word, his temple, his dwelling place. He has made his abode in you. Why do you let anyone deceive you with vain words that you are not holy? Saying that holiness is based on what you do. He has put you together to house him. Think about it. When I talk about us being the temple of God, you say this. When the United States president was coming to Nigeria, Hilton was where he decided to come and stay, man. Hilton had 600 and something rooms. Every of the rooms was vacated because the president of the United States was coming. People who have permanent rooms, they were all asked to check out. Second service came a week before he came and took over the security. Long before he came, the place was empty. He slept in only one room. I asked myself, I said, why didn't the president and I have to come and sleep in these three days? Because three days cannot take him. His position as his president of the United States, he cannot stay in three days. Three days is too small. He knows he enter him. The door is too small for him to enter. But I know the man is, I'm telling the truth. The door is too small for him to enter. And let me tell you something, right? When the Pope was coming to Nigeria, no hotel, they built a house for him. Amen. That is befitting enough to take him. Amen. Amen. So, if God, who is bigger than the Pope, and bigger than the fellow in the state, have said that I have put you together, not just to be a hotel for me to come and stay in, but to be my house, my home. Heaven is in you, amen. Heaven is in you. So let me tell you, right? Heaven, the dwelling place of God. Now, some people might have got a blow right now, amen. It's not better and holier than you. His throne is right there. He said, God is in me. Oh, glory to God. That's a good digression, but it's okay. It's help us. We need to get something. Say, I am holy. That's why things work for you. We'll come to this later, later. Not today. You are holy. That's why things work for you. Make no mistake. You are holy. That's why things work for you. Doors will open for you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look, I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Doors will open for you on their own accord. Because of who I have made you, says God. Doors will open for you on their own accord. Because of who I have made you, says God. Hallelujah. 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 What's the when I stop it? I don't know. God said to stop after two sections, I will stop. If God said continue to the end of the year, <laughs> I will be so happy. <laughs> Say, heaven is here. 
Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody look down on you. Amen. Don't. Heaven is here. Okay, I'll read that. I remember a lot. Second Corinthians five, twenty-one. For he has made him to be seen for us who knew no sin, that we might be made, that we might be made, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Can I ask a question? Did he say that you made yourself the righteousness of God? No, sir. You see one thing about grace, but one thing that disqualifies you from grace is trying to end it. That is simplicity about grace. It's so simple. It's you just accept it. When you try to earn it, when you try to qualify yourself, you disqualify yourself. You fall from grace. That's why my number one definition of grace is on the book of Galatians. Say we do not frustrate the grace of God. And if righteousness is by the deeds of the law, then Christ is dead in vain. If you say, oh, I have to keep the law to be righteous. You are falling from grace. You are frustrated grace. You are falling from grace. And Christ's death, burial, and resurrection is what? Is vain. All I do, I accept Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Hey, I accept it. Romans 4 says so. He was delivered from our offense. He died for my sins. And he rose again for my justification. So I accept it. Jesus Christ died. All my sins are forgiven. Past, present, and future. And he rose. And Arome is forever declared righteous. He was made sin for me. Who knew no sin that I might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Tell anybody I'm righteous. I know I'm going to. You have to be forceful about it. You have to believe it. I have to believe it no matter what my situation says, no matter what my mind says, I have to believe no matter what my mama says, or my closest friends say, hey, listen to me, I have to believe no matter what my pastor says, no matter what the holiest person on earth says, <laughs> and the holiest person on earth is you. If you, if you understand what I've been saying since you understand that, I am what? Righteous. Very important. That is why doors open. You believe on purpose. Whether you feel like it or not. Whether you wake up dreaming, you dream so many dreams. You didn't say you are justified by believing your dreams. I believe on purpose that all my sins are forgiven. Mommy was telling me that um, there was one pastor in Makode, name we told, that the guy, he also loved me, he used to come and listen to our messages. He still come. When they started, and he came and said, Mommy, I love very well. I love him very, very well. I like his message. But he is heretic. Mommy said, eh, what is he said? Mommy, how can Aramel say this? You know Aramel that say it too. I'm happy I'm preaching it. But when you gave me the honor, I accept it. <laughs> but it's God's word that said it. How can Aramel say that our sins, past I can understand. Even present, I will accept small. They see the future. Mommy, they still have not committed. I don't say that God has forgiven me. Hi. All I want to say that I didn't say it. God was said it. He said that in whom we have redemption through this blood, the forgiveness of sins. 
It's based on that make us to read that eh? the forgiveness of sins. Okay, the sin of the past. Why? Is this the sin of the past there? The forgiveness of sins. Past, present, and future. And they start with right. When Jesus Christ even died for you, we're not even born. Everyone's sins were actually forgiven in the future. Everyone. Because somebody said, What are Adam and Eve? How we dare thou? The Bible said, eh, Christ, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. That's why he could preach it to what? To Abraham. The gospel was preached to Abraham, he believed it. The ultimate sacrifice. If you are not here that good Friday, go and get that message. The ultimate sacrifice. And anyone, I've seen it in history, anyone since time that dares to believe this ultimate sacrifice, the person is prosperous. All the days of his life. And you can go cross chain reference and cross it. Everyone from Genesis that believe this truth, their life is transformed. Genesis 6. Now let's read this interesting story from verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, this is very interesting because this is not italics, right? Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was what? Only evil. Now, I want you to say something here. This is not anything like evil. Amen. This is not just doing one evil today and wait till tomorrow. And listen to me. This is not an exaggeration. God saw the wickedness of man. What is this wickedness? You know the word wickedness is what? Twisted mindedness. Twisted in thinking. When, you are, when your, your thought is twisted, Away from the way God thinks is wickedness or is wickedness. <laughs> a wicked. God saw that the wickedness of man, look at it, was great, and that every imagination, no, think about it carefully, everything that man imagined in his mind was only, only emphasized, only evil. Please, when you read your Bible, don't be too quick to compare and say, Man, Kai, the earth is worse than Solomon and Gomorrah. Or the earth is worse than the time of Noah. Be careful. Because you are lying. Every thought of every man was evil only. You see, there are twice you see destruction of, right? One, the earth was destroyed water in this time. Then, Someone of Gomorrah was burned down with fire. Right? The same thing. So people in their zeal to preach, they now say, well, if God will forgive America, then God will have to apologize to Solomon and Gomorrah. I say, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> to start with, you know what? The prayers that uh, Abraham made brought us something. You know what God, Abraham Abraham until 10. If you can find 10 righteous men, they will spare the land. Men were as wicked as this time. Every thought that they imagined was evil only. Only. I think Nigeria average that side. 
you must have something wrong with your head. Because you even started, right? There are 10 people here. And more than 10 people here. That know that they know. We just saw it in scripture. We know that we know. That we know that we know. That we know that we know. That we are righteous and we are what? Holy. I said we didn't come early. Let's lead on. Continually. <laughs> oh, continue. Verse 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and every creeping thing, and the fowls of the earth. For it repented me that I have made them. This is not, this is not a treasure story. Only one man. The whole of the earth. Although I believe with all my heart, if Abraham had prayed this prayer to five or one man, some of our Gomorrah would have been saved. Only one man. And Noah, let's see the scripture. And Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> uh, look at the next one. And Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generation of Noah. Now you see, even as I talk generation, now let's, let's look at it. Now look at me. I need to express something now. Now, man was very wicked. Every imagination in man's mind is wickedness continually. God said, I will destroy man. The whole earth was going to be wiped out. But then there was one man. One man that found what? Grace. In the sight of God. Now this is my question. Why did this man find grace? Why did he find grace? Now this is going to help us. Because to start with, there is something called the law of first mention. Meaning that, where a word first appears, the meaning of the word will carry a general meaning of the word throughout the whole scripture. Believe it or not, this is the first time the word grace was appearing in the Bible. So, if you look at it in context, to see what grace means here, then you understand the general meaning of grace throughout the whole scriptures. So now, let's see. Now, Noah found grace. What did this grace do? Brought what? Exemption from destruction. Because he said, Noah found grace, which exempted him. Separate him from destruction. Okay. Let's say something here a little bit. Meaning that grace brings exemption from destruction. Financial destruction. Physical destruction, like health-wise. Spiritual destruction. Separation from God. Somebody with me. Grace brings what? Exemption. Exemption from what? Punishment. Punishment due because of evil. So grace brings what? Exemption from punishment. So if you have found grace in the sight of God, you will never go to hell. Because that is punishment. If you have found grace in the sight of God, your finances will not be destroyed. No matter how Naira depreciate, no matter how power voltage while generating is dropping, if you let it go to negative, you will still have light. Yeah. Somebody hearing me? Yeah. Okay, so you just bring that faith and start using that faith rather than be complaining with the world. Glory to God. Exemption. Now, why did Noah find grace? Ask again. We saw some things grace can do. I will see we'll talk about it. But why did Noah find grace? 
Now this is where many people miss it. Because people say, hey, well, God knew I was holy. Which is true. But what made Noah different for that? It's not, it's not just holiness. It's what? He was what? A holy breed. He was a holy breed. This blood is not mixture. Now, I'll come and explain now. Mixture of what? Now, the angels of the heaven, right? They stood and behold the sons of men. I said, man, they have beautiful girls. Wow, what are these brothers doing? I'm not getting married. So, then I came down. Truly, I started sleeping with the children of the world. And they were giving birth to children that were big. It, it, it's a mixture of the angel seed with human seed. That's not a pure seed again. They were giving birth to aliens. Can I use the word aliens? They were giving birth to aliens. Now, this is the problem. As they were giving birth, they were multiplying. Right? And the seed of man was being contaminated. The devil was after a nation. Because at the fall, God told the devil, the seed of a woman will bruise your head. So the mission was very simple. Contaminate this seed. So there will be no pure seed. So men were sleeping with fallen angels. Men were sleeping with beasts. That's why the beasts also were fallen into the category. Men were giving birth to creatures. They call them giants. Now, you see, I raised my hand about creatures. And that's always our imagination. Right? Creatures. And we also thought, okay, there are some big giants. Which is true. But you forget something, right? Also, it was affecting their minds. That is why that emphasis there. Man came to a point that eh, man was not thinking in the way God wants man to think. Because the man's blood has been contaminated. Now, every imagination is what? Is wickedness. I need to explain this with something Dominic says. You know why every imagination is wickedness? Because it's coming from a wicked source. The problem that the imagination of wicked was not the imagination itself. It was the source. The source is now contaminated. It's twisted from God's plans. It's not a pure human. So everything he imagined in the sight of God is what is twisted. Let me say something from time past. It's not about making the right decision. But the right person making a decision. You need to understand that. You see, it's not about making the right decision. I want to make a... No, no, no. The right person making a decision. Listen, if a right person in the consciousness of who God has made him make a decision, that decision is what? Right. No matter what. But if an unright person make a decision, no matter how creative it is, it's not good. It's evil. Are you with me? I think I watched a film one time, right? So the president was to make a decision. So he said, I don't know the decision to make. So his advisor said, no, you are the president, you have to make a decision. The guy said, which is the right decision? So the guy answered him. He said, there is no right decision or wrong decision. There is the president decision. And the president decision is right. You see, you can say anything you say about the president. Who was the president that dropped bomb with Hiroshima and Nagasaki? What's his name, Joe? Harry Truman. But he was in the wheelchair. Yes, it's Truman. Like I remember from uh, Amagadon. Amagadon. That's him. They call his name. Harry Truman made that decision. He was on a wheelchair. Listen to me. Today, people still judging and say, why should they make that decision? 
but it's an executive decision. It's right. Because it's not the decision. It's who made the decision. The guy that dropped the bomb and not to drop the bomb. But it's the president that said it. He will drop it. So listen, right? It's not about the imagination. Going back to what I say, it is the source of the imagination. Because the source of the imagination was contaminated. It was not pure bread. Because the source was not pure. Every thought in the eyes of God was not pure. Now, what made Noah's own different? It was not in what he did. I like what boy was saying one time when he was talking about this. Noah was a drunkard. <laughs> yeah, because Noah was a drunkard. They gave him wine to drink. They thought we won't trick him to drink wine. He would say something Noah did. If an average Christian does it today, they'll nail him here, nail him here, remove very fat, and share it on Facebook to everywhere in the world. So, listen. Um, I hope we'll give them a little bit of time to put this thing together, at least to a good point, and we'll continue. Listen, Noah did not find grace because of what he did. I pray somebody understand this. Can I say something again that will make some people mad? Noah did not find grace because he was obedient. What is that what I say? Obedience did not save Noah. Uh, grace did not save Noah. It's obedient. I say you don't know anything. How are you are you deaf? Are you blind? Noah found grace in the sight of God. Grace saved him. Not disobedient. Now look at it. And these are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man and what? Perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. In what? In his generation. The generation there is not what he created to. His family lineage. His family what? Lineage. That's why I tell you, and these are the generation of Noah. Noah generation, they trace his lineage back. Noah is pure breed. There is no beast, animal in this blood. And there is no fallen angels in this blood. Noah was pure Adam. Pure man. That is why Noah found grace in the sight of God. That is God's destination. God's qualification of being a just, righteous, and perfect man was in his generation, genealogy, where he came from. Who is his father? And who is his mother? Who is Sarah's father? How is Sarah's father's mother? Did this live one baboon and gave it? No, 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 say no. Did this live any angel? Say no, no, no. Pure. Pure. Why you find grace in the sight of God is because you are just. Because you are righteous. It's not because of what you do. Can you say amen? Amen. I like we sit in front, amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Because you are holy, you don't sin. Amen. It's not my lack of sin that makes me holy, no. 
God came to live in me. That's why I'm holy. His blood washed me away from all my sins. That's why I'm holy. I'm called that I don't. Say amen. amen. Well, the Bible, wait, 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 wait. What are, what are if, I, if I mistakenly fall into sin? He's forgiven. How are they paying people? Eh? But it's the truth. He's forgiven. Now my iPad needs to be fixed again. I want to even fix it today before I go to go to Potaka tomorrow, but I didn't. Amen. Then I was going, I know it was on the break. Then no problem, I just gave them. Bang, 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 bang. I said, don't hit it. I didn't even see anything. The day I was going, I went and looked for it. I found it. Yes. Everything turned. I said, praise the Lord. I said, you will see when you come back again next time. I can't tell how many times they have broken it. And to be honest, I don't know how many times they will still break it. But they will forever be my children. I'm not holy tanker. I say, you broke my iPad. Because of that, I'm not going to give you food. Who does that? There is someone that has, his blood is mixed. Yeah, it's a mixed blood. And blood is mixed with some uh, demonic system. And that's how an unbeliever is. They are aliens. Dead people walking. Right? Their nature contaminated. The nature of the devil. He said, in sin my mother gave birth to me. In sin I was born. They are sinners. Not because of what they do. Even if they do right in the sight of God, it's what? It's evil. Because it's the source. They can give food to the poor. In the sight of God, it's evil. You only see what Jesus says out there. Say, many will come and say there. In your name, with this and this that. In my name. What does he say? Depart from me. You what? You workers of iniquity. They were casting out devils in the name of Jesus. But that act to them was what? Iniquity. It was their walking iniquity. It was evil. Because the source is evil. Are you still with me? Noah found grace. Not because of what he did. Noah found grace because of who he was. Pure breed. Can I ask another question? Those who died in the flood that did not found grace for exemption from the punishment, what did they do to be born that way? Nothing. I want it to get to you. So it's like, it let it pain you very well so that all the pain will go. Then you understand the gospel. What did they do? Do you know how many children drowned in that flood? They did nothing. But their lineage, their blood, is what contaminated. Do you know how many pregnant women died? The baby was still in their womb. The baby died with them. What did the baby in the womb do to merit such judgment and punishment? It's not what the baby did. Is who the baby was. Is the nature of the baby. Why they are beating on the fruits. Rather than majoring on the nature. Noah found grace. Because he was a perfect man. A just man. His physical lineage was what? Pure. Today you find grace. You know why? Because what? Your spiritual lineage is pure. That means you are born again. You are declared by God righteous. If you radically believe in this, that makes you successful in life. 
this what invoke and produce spiritual power that make you excel this is what will make all the elements of this world to work for your good this is why doors will open for you on their own accord this is why money will come into your hand in truckload like the fish you know right? that what Jesus was demonstrating a righteous man stood and said drop your net and for a, go for a catch he said, hey, master we have toiled all through the night we took nothing but you said it we're going to do it nevertheless at your word we let down the net they let down the net <laughs> they did not catch crayfish throughout the whole night when this environment was seemingly perfect they caught nothing when this environment is simply not to be perfect, but they now have a word of a righteous man that invoke the blessing. I personally believe, like in the couple, the fish was running and dropping to the boat. I will not read. Therefore, I say, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And that place that this blessing shall come upon you and do what overtake you. So they are not just following you, they are pursuing you. Hot pursuit of you. Why? Why? You are what? The righteousness of God. One more scripture to tie this up. Romans 4. We continue from here. Is you believing this? This is what is in my heart to say. Is you believing this? You have to believe this. Forget about thinking of what to do. It's what do you believe? He didn't say who has done our report. It's who has believed our report. Let the situation in Nigeria look so imperfect for people to be rich. But yet in it, you will rise up to one of the richest. People from other countries will be wondering, how do you do it? It's a blessing. You see, the blessing doesn't work for every situation to be perfect, to produce results. No! In the middle of the day, where fish is supposed to be hiding under, Jesus said, let down your necks for a catch. They got a net breaking, both thinking miracles. Let the climate not be perfect. That's where we dance in it and strive in it. Yeah! Come on. Hey! Give me this mountain. Uh, go to verse 7, right? 6 or 7. One of them. Verse uh, 6. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom righteousness is imputed without work. The man that righteousness is what imputed without work works. As you show it from Noah. Noah was righteous without his works. It's just his lineage. Verse 7. Verse 7. Saying, Blessed are those whose iniquities are what? Forgiven and whose sins are covered. Verse 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Simply place that word blessed means empowered. Empowered to excel. This is what empowers you to excel. This is why you succeed. Righteousness is imputed upon you without works. What you are called upon to do is believe it. I want to use this word actively believe it. There's nothing like that because believe is an active word. But to just explain myself, actively believe it. Be radical about it. Can I say nothing? Be fanatic about it. You know, as now, die hard people. Mother has now is falling down. They are always next season. They are fanatics. Next season. 
They all hope is lost next season. They are believers. They are always positive. No matter how bad it's terrible. Listen to us when God speak. You say the positive with drive up. There's always this man always I like listening to him for that reason. He's always derived one positive. The positive that they all our players are back. Yeah, the positive that they will play with passion. The positive that they even though we're four goals down, we fought. We fought back vehemently in the second half and we're able to score three goals. We use that we use that in the next match. We win. Next is our season. They are fans. They have been saying that for eight, nine years. <laughs> I want to believe that Mario will not reach that eight, nine years. <laughs> Before we start still our land medal, amen. But then, if we reach that eight, nine years, amen, we'll be, we'll be believing also. We'll be believing also. What I'm saying, you see, that would be fanatic about it. Be dogma. Set your face like a flint in your belief about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't allow one wash out, brain dead, somebody. Come and tell you something. And you're beginning to, you see my faith is being shaken. Are you crazy? Your faith is being shaken. Because, look at, look at. Brother cannot even put two people together in his home. Cannot even put his wife together in his home. Come on, can you think, just think about it a little bit. Nobody has facts. Are you serious? Keep your facts. I keep my faith. Faith is not facts. Faith is the finished work of Jesus Christ. I always work. But why? I don't know the but why. But it works. I've seen blind eyes open. With the touch of my hand. And I know there's nothing in my hand. Apart from the power of God that believes in my hand. So what are you talking about? I've seen people's pain disappeared. I've seen money coming to people's hands. Because of what we are saying. I've seen people's life change. My own life change. When I gave my life to Christ in 1983, my ambition, my desire, everything I was pursuing, drastically changed. My passion, what I put my passion on, changed. I see men like that change. There are people in our own time. People were killers, armed robbers. I see their life change. I see them loving, forgiving. I see angry people become very peaceful, loving people. People are mad with life. Suddenly they are loving life. Are you serious? This God will change people. I see people under the yoke of sin, condemnation, and guilt. Literally, they are drowning in their guilt. As I speak to them, I see the tears coming down their eyes. I see, you see the body lifted. Years later, they are still happy. See somebody addicted to cigar. I mean, to stop smoking, he was shaking. His friends held him down. He said, that you are alive to just one smoke. No, they held him down. I just said, leave him. If you want to kill him, I said, give me the cigar to smoke. He look at me and say, Pastor, I said, give him. The guy, he was in tears. He said, thank you, thank you, sir, thank you, sir. I said, do you want to stop smoking? He said, yes. I said, meet me in the court in the evening. He came to the court that evening. Got him born again. Rose sank. Got born again. Lay hands on him to get filled with the Holy Ghost. He started speaking in tongues. Eh? The smell that was coming out of his mouth. Eh? I, I believe it's not just the cigar. I believe it's those demons. And I opened my hand and said, I say, I break the yoke of nicotine in the name of Jesus Christ. 1987, SBS Macaulay. Today he texts me. From that day till now, he has never had a desire for cigarettes. Never. Till today. He texts me this afternoon. He said, I had to travel, blah, blah, blah. He's in Lagos. Faith works. I tell you, never have faith. <laughs>